Welcome. Everything is fine. This is a Good Place Podcast, brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We are the Nerdy Boys. I am Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hey, all. <laughs> that was a double heyo, I think. <laughs> hey, heyo in unison. Uh, heyo yeah. in harmony. And that's what Ooh. we're all about here, guys. Harmony. Because this is a Good Place Podcast <laughs> where we talk exclusively about NBC's hit TV show, The Good Place. We come at you every Monday with this noise, and we love it, and we really appreciate you joining us, and we appreciate all of the discussion that goes on in between episodes at our Facebook discussion group, which is getting livelier by the day. You can find us any way you choose to go to Facebook. Just use the search bar on the top, search Everything is Fine, and you will find us and some of our interesting topics, churro dogs, and things of that nature. You can also find this podcast on social media on Instagram, where we post fun little taglines and repost some stuff from the actors at Everything is Fine Podcast. You can find our umbrella at nerdythingspod.com and a link to all of our personal social medias there, as well as at nerdythingspod everywhere. We're all over the place. You can check One, out our... Go ahead. Sure. One thing I wanted to mention, because this was in the Facebook discussion group that by somebody that just joined and listened to all of our episodes. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Jamie, I, I hope I'm saying your name right. Jamie said in the very first episode, something that really tickled them uh, and we didn't mention it was when everyone is wearing the blue and yellow striped clothes and Eleanor is wearing a gray University of Michigan T-shirt. Um, because U of M's colors are blue and yellow and stuff like that. But he thought it was like super funny and he was kind of mad that we didn't mention that's it. That's awesome. But that's one thing that's, there's a lot of stuff going on. They were posting churro dogs and all this stuff. And I posted something really weird that's going on. A churro burger. Oh, dude. You gotta I, go to the Facebook that's book. Weird. Man, <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> when I saw that, the first, the top one, I wasn't sure about because it was like nuts all over the outside. I'm like, what the heck is this? Sure. But then when I got that it was an ice cream sandwich. And there was Fruity Pebbles on the bottom? Yeah. Oh, dude, I am so down for that. <sighs> Give me some Fruity Pebbles on the outside of my freaking churro burger. I want it. <laughs> I don't oh, know. I'm gaining weight yeah. just listening. Everything is fine. <laughs> Look it up on the search bar in Facebook, and you get to talk to us and chat and talk to other fans of the show, not just fans of our show, but fans of The Good Place as well. Yeah. Cool. And you can you can find uh, at Nerdy Things Pod everywhere uh, and you can find our Facebook discussion group through that. That's our main podcast. If you guys want to listen to that, we do some really cool stuff. Uh, this last week, uh, the week that we're in, we just talked about the movie Solo. So if you watched the Star Wars spinoff, we talked for like two hours about that. Uh, don't oh, think that's boy. boring. Don't say, oh, my gosh, two hours. How can I listen to two? You trust me, you can. We're awesome. So <laughs> we're going to start this episode the way we start every episode, where we call back to last week a little bit. And last week we saw a bit of uh, negotiation. So let's say that you were a, uh, I'll phrase it this way, bad place hostage negotiator, and you needed to get your hostage that the good place had. They start talking about unicorns as the starting point for what they're going to give or give up or whatever. What would you guys ask for? Not it's unicorns. A tough question. What would you ask for? I mean, it's such a broad category, but it's also such a narrow focus. Like, I don't, I don't even know where to start. I want a jungle gym that doesn't get hot from heat. 
Because it's almost like every single jungle gym. Like, they tried to change it up, right? Back in the day, I'm sure y'all know, there was, like, all this metal going on. And now they changed it up to plastic. We had splinters. We not only okay, did we oh, have so many splinters. Metal and, slides, but metal slides on, like, pressure-treated lumber. And we were sure. getting splinters and then burning our, our legs. Your legs would come down fried because your shorts would ride up. They put forking rocks down to stop us from getting hurt. <laughs> it was just crushed gravel. You know what that did? It hurt. But it made so us I want tougher. something. <laughs> now they have plastic and then the ground's bouncy. I don't know if y'all have seen a jungle yeah. gym what? lately, no but the ground's kids are very so wrong bouncy. now. Right? <laughs> it's like the stuff that um that gymnastics mats are made out of. That that's like what's underneath to stop. Remember Pretty when much. it was dangerous to jump off Rocks. the swings? When yes. you would try and go so high in the swing that you would actually shoot with your legs straight up and you'd come straight back down like a missile into the ground, but that ground was rocks and you had like flip-flops <laughs> on. I will show now, you the scar where one of those rocks went into my knee. Oh jeez. We all, oh, I think boys. we all had that at one point or another. So, yeah, you, you so, get up and there's rocks sticking out of your knee. They're they're still there. They're like shrapnel in your kneecap. Yeah, the war games, man, of kindergarten, man. But yeah, uh, give me a jungle gym that doesn't get hot. Boom. That's all I want. Oh, Find see, me and, some and substance that does that. That's what I mean. Such a broad category, and I just Suicide don't. Casuals <laughs> needs to make slides, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's a little uh, furniture I mean, humor. You guys won't get that, but nope. I kind of, I I kind of like the unicorn side of it. I I kind of want to eat the Loch Ness monster. Like I I want Loch Ness monster tacos. Ooh, speaking Ooh. of the Loch Ness monster, which is very weird tangent, but I heard <laughs> on a podcast recently they're going to start testing the waters of Loch Ness and. A lot of people are saying that it's they want to know if Loch Ness ever lived there or some creature ever lived there because you can't live in a space and not leave DNA. So they're going to check all of the all the stuff in Loch Ness for the DNA of something out of the ordinary. But they're also going to check uh, how like living organisms live in there and, and know a little bit more for science. But really, we know they're they're looking for Loch Ness. Are you a fan of cryptids? Way back on Nerdy Things Pod, we did a whole episode related to cryptids. It was awesome. Check it so out. So Kevin's going to eat unicorns and the Loch, Loch Ness monster yep. meat. Um, this is, what see, else this we is got? how we know Kevin belongs in the bad place. Because we're talking about <laughs> being bad place hostage negotiators. Jules wants a freaking slide that won't burn him. Kevin yep. says, starts talking about unicorns are cool and Loch Ness. And I think he wants to like ride around on Loch Ness. No, he wants to just... Do the bad place thing and eat the flesh. Hey, man, I like fish tacos. I think that's the next level. See, I was thinking like when I when I see unicorns, I don't believe it's a unicorn. No, it's the flying. What's the winged horse? What's that Pegasus. called in mythology? Pegasus. So uh, TriStar Pictures back in the 90s, their, their introductory logo used to be uh, Pegasus. And that was oh, the beginning yeah. of the movie Hook, which everybody knows I'm a huge fan of the movie uh, Hook. So I think unicorns, I think hook, and I'm like, man, I want to go to Never Never Land. They could totally make that real. Because I'm dead, so I'm not going to age. So the, the Never Never Land of Hook, where they've got the Lost Boys and the Pirates, and I can't die. We saw that with those annoying people that the, the, the garbage thing went down on them when garbage was raining from the sky and they didn't die. Remember that in episode like yeah. two or three? Yeah. 
so so I could fight Captain Hook and no risk of dying and I could fly, they could make this dream a reality. Instead of uh, frozen yogurt, it's just going to be nothing. They're just going to give you plates and you're going to use your yes. imagination. Is yes, that how it's because gonna, that's oh, what well, you do right. in Neverland. <laughs> and you drink Fofo, it would be awesome. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, goodness. I can go to Neverland. Oh, oh, boy. Anyways. So, what, yeah, what would you ask for? <laughs> Let us know in the Facebook group. Everything is fine on Facebook. And we love talking to you. It's growing every day. Like and Tim just know that that's how we're going to judge you, whether you go to the good place or bad. Clearly, Jules, good place. Me, good place. Kevin, bad place. So <laughs> I there's it. just a specific example, practical example. So when you answer that question, know that we will judge you and and deem your afterlife based on the answer that you give. Fair enough. So. Sure. Yeah. So let's get into the news this week. Uh, there was an article that the rap.com did where they interviewed Kristen Bell and she was talking about the good place. And we have re referenced this on the podcast a few times in the news segments where it seems like all of the actors involved in the show are like super good people. And Kristen Bell basically confirms our suspicion and says that Michael Shore just has this ability to attract great people and that basically they have a no jerks policy on set everybody's awesome everything is awesome <laughs> yeah uh everybody's cool and part of the team um i had to finish that but no that's those aren't the lyrics jesus christ what am i doing Jules? but yeah that's super fun i mean that's cool i watched the panel but it was like 30 minutes so i kind of skipped around yeah but yeah she was just talking about how it's just super chill and you know just don't be a douchebag <laughs> yeah just we're, we're all good guys like we're, we're all here for the same reason like let's just do the thing and and be a little happy family and it's pretty cool and everybody's so far agrees with it <laughs> i mean we haven't heard any like horror stories about anybody so that's good no they all like genuinely seem to love each other like ted danson sending those wonderful little text messages to ever or sorry voicemails to everybody <laughs> and they're all just having a grand old time and one of the cool things is I'm always fascinated by leadership and how leadership works in an organization. And she really talks about how Michael Schur makes this a cultural thing and that he's taught her that you can have a conversation with yourself before you go have conversations with other, other people and make sure that you're getting your point across and that more often than not, you get, you know, what is it? flies with honey or however that goes, that yeah. if you can make sure you're getting your point across in the most pleasant way possible that people will hear it on the other end and what a great lesson to take away from a communication style uh, of a great successful tv show i thought that was a pretty fantastic outlook yeah um can we also talk about how awkward panels are usually because <laughs> i don't know why this panel i was trying to watch it it's just kind of awkward and i'm like is there ever been like a not awkward panel of like five people up on stage and then there's a crowd and it's always like that weird like uh i want my answer to be funny but i want my answer to be you know informative too but i don't know I it's always I don't know. Weird. Ask, and that's ask like, the guys from Arrested Development. See what they think about that. No, sure. no. That is not <laughs> oh a conversation boy. to have. But that's like one of my <laughs> biggest fears is to finally be able to sit on a panel and it just goes poorly and it's just super awkward. I just that can't wait my until the no place, nerdy boys get up there and we're doing oh, man, a, a it's gonna be con fun. panel or something like that. We're going to be so we're, not awkward. I am going to sweat so much. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
It's part of we're getting already older, the Jules. most awkward people possible, and it's we're not even on a panel yet. So. It's true. It's, it's true. part of being old. Yeah. Listen to Nerdy Things Podcast episode 68, and I tell you how old I am now. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's just super cool. She's just super fun. Again, this cast, super chill. I'm loving this episode. I'm loving this show more and more each episode I'm watching. Right. Super fun. Good. And as uh, we talk about how cool Kristen Bell is, she hosted Ellen today. So if you're a fan of TV and you're a fan of Kristen Bell and you have Hulu or on-demand cable or something, go check out the episode of Ellen that aired today, which is Thursday, is it June 1st? Uh, no, May 31st. Uh, 31st. 31st. May 31st. So go check that out because Kristen Bell hosted the whole dang thing. Barbara Streisand was on, I think. Jamie Foxx and her sang a duet. It was a thing. Go check it out. It's pretty cool. <laughs> So that gets us past the news and brings us to the number one segment in all of podcastum. I don't care what podcast we're talking about, how big they think they are. They're not as big as Out of Context Quotes of the Week. So let's oh kick that off. Jules. Oh, okay. These are my two that I chose for this episode. Well, hooking up with someone with the exact same name could be a fun narcissistic fantasy. I could be into it. <laughs> um, and then another one. Congratulations, GD. You filibustered recess. Oh, you stole mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's super funny. Those are my two. Oh, man. I have so many this week. I'm, I'm not going to stop oh, it, too. Boy. So one of, the, <laughs> one of the ones I loved was um, I, I once watched him eat electrical tape right off the roll. He thought it was fruit by the foot that had gone bad. <laughs> and and I absolutely fell in love with Deirdre and Margaret. Uh, De- Deirdre and Margaret. It ran for nearly 16 years on the BBC. They did almost 30 episodes. <laughs> I heard that and I laughed so hard. <laughs> that's some Doctor Who humor, right? It's Yeah, that's some Sherlock everything. humor. Sherlock. Oh, okay. Red Dwarf, which I love as a British comedy. It's a space comedy it's it's in its 12th 13th season now it's been on for like 30 years and they've done i don't even know like 60 some odd episodes which if you do the math is like four to six episodes a season it's amazing it's pretty ridiculous um and then the, the other one the last one i had was uh i need to step outside for some air and i will not be back for many days <laughs> <laughs> All right. I could have had a whole bunch too, but I decided to narrow it down. Jules stole soul. One of them. Um, but let's go back to the time Cheedy had a panic attack deciding between rock, paper, and scissors. Oh, God. There were too many variables. I mean, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, this is towards the end of the episode. Well, this is great. At one point in both of our times here, we thought that Tragic Mike over there was our soulmate. And now he's marrying whatever Janet is. <laughs> Tragic Mike. That's got to be the episode title right there. That's great. Tragic Mike. I loved the tearaway sleeves. Oh, and and that is out of context. Quotes of the week, which brings us to the actual episode itself, which always begins with Kevin's world famous, stupendous, tremendous synopsis. So this episode starts off with them trying to come up with a legal defense to keep fake Eleanor here in the good place. And real Eleanor is just a weird woman who decides that she's going to give her love away to fake Eleanor. So she tells her to go tell Chidi that she loves him. 
so real Eleanor goes and does that. Tahani goes and does that. Janet professes her love for Tragic Mike. They decide they're going to get married. And this episode ends with everyone deciding that Chidi is not their soulmate. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot going on this episode. There was a lot <laughs> going crazy. on this episode. And it all starts in the butthole with <laughs> Tahani and now Jason. Jason to everybody, pretty much. And he's explained. Number three is number one, and number eight is where number he's talking two. titles of the Fast and the Furious movies. And she's like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "You told me to tell you everything about myself, and this is the best way to do it." And I knew that Jules would relate to that. I totally get it. <laughs> he was like, "Well, this one's tied for third, and these two are." And it's like, "What?" And as soon as he said Fast and the Furious titles, I instantly like did the fifteen seconds back to hear it, and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I dig it." <laughs> and she, she's like, "That's not the best way. The best way would be starting with your name." And he's like, "I'm Jason Mendoza," and all this kind of stuff. And she's like, "Is that your family member?" Looking at Ariana Grande, I wish. How- <laughs> She you, knows everybody. That was the one thing that didn't, right? You know, no. go with me because I was like, she knows everybody. How are you gonna know Beyonce and all them? But and think not about Ariana the people Grande. that she knows. They're a little older, a little okay. classier. Sure. Okay. Ariana Grande's a little far down on the totem pole in Tahani's world of sophistication. Kind of. Okay. Okay. I can see that. You wish yeah. you were related to someone you want to have sex with. <laughs> And then she's yelling at him and she's like, you did this and you deceived me and you brought snack food into my home. And that's on the same level. And she storms out. So that's the snacks. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. how they're fighting. So then we go back to the first scene and we're in we're in Michael's office and they're trying to come up with a strategy because Sean's coming. They don't know when Sean's coming. We still don't know what Sean is, but (coughs) Sean's coming. So real Eleanor is a lawyer, and this guy who we're introduced to now, Bamba John, which is my favorite I name. I love of Bamba all John. Time. Yeah, Bamba John was a uh, a human rights lawyer, maybe or activist. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. One of so, those. So they're all trying to plan a real, like, legal argument to keep Eleanor here, because obviously people can give anecdotal evidence and this kind of stuff, but they want to plan a legal arg- argument. So they're they're interviewing her and. Her whole rambling thing is basically about Chidi and how wonderful Chidi is. Yeah. Oh my God, I love Chidi. Yeah. She even like goes into like what what she hates about Chidi and then instantly turns around to like what she really likes about him. (laughs) First first she thought that real Eleanor Eleanor is making the moves on her. Real Eleanor is (laughs) trying to ask her if if she loves Chidi and she's like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. I'm not mad or anything. I just didn't see that coming. But yeah, then she's like, but I hate Chidi. He's this and that, but he's really nice and he's surprisingly ripped and all this kind of stuff. And then boom, Eleanor comes to the conclusion, our Eleanor, that she's in love with Chidi. Which we've been saying for like a few episodes now, right? Yeah, but then we also said... The other thing that happens, <laughs> uh, that, you know, Chidi is really right for somebody else. Maybe. 
Possibly. Who knows? But Chidi can't make a decision anyways, because our first scene this week with uh, Chidi is Michael is essentially uh, torturing him, trying to, to have him help him with something. And he starts by going, which philosophers should we look at, the Greeks or the modern English? And Chidi's like, whoa, that's a really tough question. And Michael's like, no, no, we need we don't need the guy who panicked over rock, paper, scissor. We need the guy who came in here and pleaded the case for Eleanor. So let's start with something easy. Do we want dry erase or chalkboard and Chidi freaking melts down and michael is this is the most frustrated i've ever seen michael yeah yeah i didn't think Chidi was that flawed <laughs> in that that incapacitated way he just can't choose and we definitely see some stuff some more background on Chidi. but yeah he's just frustrating michael so hard and he just keeps keeps trying to fix it keeps trying to help Chidi out but he's getting more and more frustrated. Kind of crazy. This goes to Chidi's whole life. We go back and we look at him as a kid in recess, and he can't pick teams for freaking soccer or whatever game they're playing. Uh, now, that's, that's not fair. He chose. It's just that you can't choose the teacher. Okay. <laughs> fair. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, I love and I love how he he comes up with all these arguments and he's like, should I pick a girl first to, you know, show fe uh, power to feminism or is that pandering or do I only think it's pandering because of my limited male point of view? This is like an eight year old. <laughs> what the heck is going on here? Speaking uh, French. Yeah. Right. It's awesome. <laughs> but he filibusters recess, and, and that's just a, an illustration of Chidi's life. So then we get back into the Eleanors and Bomba John, and uh, real Eleanor is like, you you need to go tell Chidi how you feel. Uh, so I need to let you do that, because she's just the greatest person that there ever was. I mean, at this point, don't you think, uh, can you imagine someone who's more thoughtful and attentive to other people's needs than the real Eleanor? No. Tahani? No. No. You being serious? No, I don't know. She's no. She kind of thinks about herself most she does of the it, time. Well, she does it in a backhanded way. She'll do it to make herself look amazing somehow. <sighs> but yeah, real Eleanor is kind of amazing. And yeah. she does deserve to be there. Yeah, for sure. So Eleanor goes off to to tell Chidi how she feels, and then we see uh, more of um, Jason and Tahani, and he is telling her that Chidi helped with the painting that she thought was this big symbol of their their love together. And now Tahani's coming to the realization that Chidi loves her, or that she loves Chidi. <laughs> I'm not She's, sure. Yeah, she definitely bursts in and says that Chidi loves her because that's her personality. That's who she is. I don't know that she can love anyone. Oh, that's interesting. But yeah, like we've speculated that as well. They've alluded to that to where they're together and there might be something there because they do, as Tahani say, they connect on only how high level uh, articulate people can or however she says it, <laughs> right. that they connect that way uh, because they're so interesting and amazing or whatever, intelligent. But yeah, they, they, it brings up so many things. This is like the culmination of a lot of love triangles that could have happened. And well, they, they could just still happen. That could, st yeah, I don't know how it's going to end. 
We're so, just drawing uh, lots of triangles. But I love so sure. Ele- it's it's Eleanor goes to get Chidi from Michael, which Michael's glad to be rid of him. Brings him back to the house, and and the way that she confesses her love to him is so Eleanor. She's like, listen, I dated a lot of guys. We're really annoying. And when they got really annoying, I bounced on all of them. And you are like way more of a buzzkill than all of those guys, but I don't want to leave. And it's like, okay, that's both the sweetest and both yeah, the that... worst things you could say. <laughs> she says it. Oh, she says what she means in the worst way. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's like the worst way to say that you really care about this person. And, but that's how, that's who she is. And that's how we know her. And that's totally on brand. Whatever. Right. And she, she wants to give him time to think about it. So she says, and I should have used this as one of my quotes of the week. Okay. I got to bounce silly Billy. Ugh, love has done terrible things to me. Uh, so she's sh- stepping out the door. It's a honey person. It's a honey basically says, Chidi, you love me. And then he's like, what? And she says, and then Eleanor comes back in and says, your profession of love was so much better than mine. And Chidi, I think, says, but you didn't really say you love me. You said I love you. And this whole thing happens. And then I'm just a girl towering over a boy who's asking him to confess his (laughs) love for her. Oh, that's such a a quote right there. That's such a Tahani quote. Jesus Christ. But yeah, like... Everything snowballs so hard for Chidi and the worst decision that he was trying to make was the pen and paper or the chalk or whatever it was. And now he has these two people saying that one of them saying that she loves him and one saying that he loves her. And oh, man. And he's thinking they both got good points and he doesn't know what to do about it. Oh, man. But... The one thing that we do know is that Jason and Janet definitely love each other. Oh, my God. Oh, I shipped them so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we go back to the butthole. Jason's kind of chilling there and asks Janet for something to cheer him up. And she brings wings from Ugly Nick's Wing Trench, which is the spinoff of Stupid Nick's Wing Dump when it went out of business. And he says, why are you so nice to me? And she says, well, you were nice to me once, but also I have to. And he says he loves her and she says, okay, but there's (laughs) definitely something there. Like that's Janet's, that's Janet language for, yeah, okay, I love you. It's pretty cool. So they're vibing big time. And then she goes back to Michael and he's like, Michael, I don't know what to do. I can't make any decisions. And Michael tries to to help him uh, make his decision with frozen yogurt. Um, and basically tells him that the whole neighborhood could fall apart from, from him not making a decision, which makes it worse for him. But he thinks he's made a choice. And then Michael plants seeds of doubt. Like, what the heck is Michael doing here? Chidi's having a hard enough time with this. Chidi thinks he's made a decision, and then Michael's, but the system's not perfect, so this could be, and then that could be. Like, what is he doing? Uh, it's it's leaked onto him. His uh, Chidi's indecisiveness <laughs> leaked onto Michael. That's what it is, and he's just he just doesn't know what to do. This this person this being worked so hard to try and make this thing perfect this whole little community perfect and this was his first time trying ah it was supposed to be so good the good place but now it's this whole thing 
and he saw the bad place people and now this whole conundrum with who's actually supposed to be there who Chidi's supposed to actually be with could there be more problems what's going on michael's just i don't know he's just over it uh there's so much going on in the good place i mean you're starting to see like continuations of cracks like this is still falling apart i kind of love it you know because right? we're, we're getting the exposure of of uh Jianyu and you know eleanor is now known to everybody Jianyu is is basically out because it's not that it's wide but you know tahani knows that it's jason uh you know there's no chance Janet's going to be able to keep a secret because she's just too stupid. I love it. She, <laughs> so smart, I'm, but so stupid. She's the definition so of book smart, right? Yes. Like that person you meet that knows everybody, everything, but doesn't know how to do anything in real life. That Janet is the embodiment of that person. Is right. that Kevin? Were you describing Kevin? No. What? No? Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I'd even ask. I'd, I haven't even looked ahead because I don't want any spoilers. How many episodes are in season one? 13. Oh, so it's getting pretty close. Yeah, yeah we, we have really three close. more. Oh, boy. Okay. So oh, we get a little flashback to Chidi again, and Chidi's best friend and him are trying to order soup, and Chidi can't even decide in the damn soup, which is exactly why his friend doesn't want him to be his best man. And Chidi's oh, like, but I can do important decisions. And his friend tests him and runs a fake drill where he's supposed <laughs> to be getting married and there's 20 minutes to the wedding and Chidi hasn't done anything. And lo and behold, that wasn't even the real wedding because the guy knew he would blow it. I loved how cool and calm and collected he was sitting on the couch and he's like, weddings in 20 <laughs> minutes. We didn't even have <laughs> yeah. a bachelor party because you couldn't decide on a time or a place. <laughs> Going back to the soup thing, I've never heard of a pumpkin soup. Is oh, that I a know? thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's delicious. I hate oh, pumpkin, okay. and that's delicious. Oh, right. See, I hate everything pumpkin, so I don't even try it. Huh. Something tells me this is not going to be the new churro dog. <clears throat> uh, no, no. Nothing can top churro dog right the now. No, but I was just curious. <laughs> pumpkin dog. So, so, yeah. So, Chidi's having a meltdown. It's too hot for him, so he touches the AC to make sure it's working. But then when they get out in the street and he's trying to find a, decide a bar to go to, we find out how Chidi died. And it was because he pushed his air conditioner on himself, essentially. What how? a jerk. That was a weird moment because they showed <laughs> all of it and I was like, ooh. That was kind of gruesome. <laughs> like, they didn't show any blood or anything, but they kind of showed enough to where you see the air uh, conditioner hit his head and just yeah, fall over. he fell to the side. That was weird. That was a lot. That was a lot. But Chidi, they always talk about how Chidi's indecisiveness ruined the lives of everybody else around him. It also literally was the death of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's pretty fantastic. But speaking of weddings... uh. Tahani and Eleanor are bonding. They are each trying to do something that the other one likes and, and it's going to bring them together. And so, of course, they watch some show about a wonderful person and a dummy. And that's supposed to be Eleanor and Tahani. But Tahani's like, well, not a perfect parallel, but, you know. <laughs> and then yeah. Eleanor shares her best thing, which is really cheap hair extensions. And they're just really having a great time. And Eleanor's telling Tahani how hot she is, and they're just having a lot of fun. And then Janet shows up with an invitation to her 
and Jason's wedding that's happening in 10 minutes. RSVP. Oh, <laughs> well, they VP'd. Because just yeah. before that, Tahani had Eleanor convinced that Jason was his soul her soulmate. Which and it would make sense. a lot of sense. Yeah. I I would actually buy that, that they're both supposed to be in the bad place together if they we I still don't know if they can have soulmates together in the bad place. So maybe that's how that works too. That they're just together just, you know, burning for eternity. But Eleanor's but, reasoning is sound. She says they're both hot and they both got kicked off of public transportations in their city. It all makes sense, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> oh Jeez. man. So so yeah. We go from that to wedding party. And Jason comes out to his own freaking dance version of the wedding march, and he's got a ripaway tux on. And Janet comes down the stairs looking like a beautiful, like legit beautiful bride. And yeah. they're doing a real wedding. <laughs> like he's wedding whatever Janet is. Yeah. Whatever interface, whatever she is, that's going to be his bride. And she just kind of agrees. Okay, cool. Yeah, and Eleanor and Tahani are bonding uh, over just mocking the whole thing and really just having a grand old time with it. And Jason is like, given his vows, which is something like, send nudes of your heart to me. Uh, (laughs) That's romance these days. Come on, Tim. (laughs) Get with the times. (laughs) And Janet has researched all of the history of romance and, and gives these beautiful remarks and then they get married and they kiss and jason's not sure if he's going to get electrocuted but eleanor encourages it and then they're dancing to digital get down by nsync which is pretty damn perfect it's amazing it was the best when uh (laughs) eleanor was like yeah just just go with it and i'm just i'm just encouraging it now just go with it and it's like yeah sure (laughs) so ridiculous there was something about an NSYNC hit song, though, that I had forgotten about that just made that whole thing so perfect. Oh, boy. <laughs> digital, digital, get down. Just you and me. That was such a that was such a That was a song. good song. I didn't even, like, bat an eye. I was like, okay, NSYNC. Oh, it, was so, it was so perfect. Like, it was so Jason Mendoza. If he was going to pick something, it would be that. Sure. Speaking of sync, which is kind of weird. I, I don't know if Courtney listens to this at all, but one of our listeners, she posted a picture on Instagram of her uh, CDs recently, and they were all in sync in Backstreet Boys. And I walked down memory lane because I had all of those as well. <laughs> the The CDs were so interesting looking and the colors were really weird for NSYNC and Backstreet Boys albums. I don't know if y'all have Y'all probably don't like that stuff, but oh, I had them. <laughs> yeah, had they were em. interesting. There was the one with the flames. Mm-hmm. Col- There's so many colors on CDs, but shout out to looks CDs. like a candy thing, right? That yeah. one too. Yeah, yeah. So I told you. Nice. Um, anyways, <laughs> so then the real Eleanor comes in, and she's just like checking on our Eleanor. I don't want to know what you said to Cheaty. I just want to make sure you're okay. And Eleanor says, I think I really would have been in a good place if I had known all you people in Earth. And they're all just having a great old time. And then Cheaty comes in to make a decision. And while he's looking to make a decision, he keeps looking back and going, what? Every time they say that Janet and Jason are getting married. But one <laughs> by one, they each 
tick each other off the list. Eleanor's like, yeah, I kind of thought maybe I was soulmates with Jason for a little while. So nah, I, we're just friends. It's all I good. love you like a brother. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Tahani's like, no, I don't think this is it, blah, blah, blah. And real Eleanor is like, well, maybe I just don't know if this is the right time. And Chidi's still like, what? That was my favorite yeah. thing. Every two seconds, he's just like, what? So they all, <laughs> Tahani thinks she's got a brilliant idea on how to save Eleanor because of some things that were just said. She runs off and Chidi's like, what? And that's the end of the episode. And it was the first real non-cliffhanger. But it was still so much fun. This episode just went down so many different ways. It tied up and, and and tied in so many different loose ends that we've been coming to. And I think we're really coming to a head because at this point, what is left to do? So we know there's got to be something coming that's bigger than what we've seen so far because everything else is kind of tying itself together. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I Yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen, but... Yeah, it, it was kind of weird. I was like, is there not a extra scene at the end? What's going on? And I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's it. But it does kind of, they kind of do a lot in this episode. And it was kind of interesting how they wrapped it all up in like 20 plus minutes. Like I was like, oh, that was really cool. And it didn't feel rushed or anything. It all felt pretty fleshed out with all the love. Like, oh, I might love this person. Oh, this person might love me, whatever. It seemed all fleshed out. And I was kind of interesting, interested because it's only 20 minute episodes. And I was like, wow, they covered a lot of ground in just this 20 minutes. And I was still interested the whole way through. So they did a lot of stuff and a lot of character development for Chidi and whatever's going to happen with him and whoever his soulmate is. I still have no idea. So I'm excited. And will Jason see what Bomba John thinks? Yeah. (laughs) Will Jason's marriage hold up in the good place? Find out next week. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, it was a fun episode, and I think the non-cliffhanger was kind of a cliffhanger in and of itself, because it just it just makes you feel like something is a-brewing, something's building. So it's exciting to find out, mm-hmm. and we will find out next week when you join us again next Monday for episode 11, where we get to some more really cool Good Place stuff. You can stick with us on our Facebook discussion group. Everything is fine. Search it on Facebook and talk with us, talk through this stuff with us. We're going to get you all the way back, all the way updated by the time season three gets here so we can all just go through that season together, have our grand predictions and conjecture, and it's going to be a blast. You can find our Instagram at Everything is Fine Podcast. We are at Nerdy Things Pod everywhere and at nerdythingspod.com where you can find information about this podcast and our other podcasts and our own personal information, uh, our social medias as well. So you can follow Jules the Human, Kev the Nerdy Ties, and Tim. Super tweets. Because, yeah. <laughs> why not? So, yeah, we thank you guys for joining us. This is so much fun. We love doing it. We hope you love being with us. Come back next week. And as always, have a great rest of your day. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.